0: She is... fatigued.
1: Maybe. Did you get the cocktail or is it the same as last time?
0: I got a Pfizer number two. I got Pfizer number one as well, but it's the second one was Pfizer.
1: Damn. And nothing Uh, happened, right? What do you mean? The first time?
0: Oh, like sore arm, but like, I'm like wiped out today. Shit. Doing my duty for the world.
1: That's fine. At You're least,
0: welcome to your listeners.
1: Yeah. Lambda variant, here we come. Sick. <laughs> Literally. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: So, for everybody listening and watching, um, Harvey Brent got Vaxiana number mm-hmm. two, or as they call it in A- Arundel, Vaxiana. Vaxiana. Um, now I'm scared. <laughs> No, I'm scared because number two for me is this Monday.
0: Like, no, like, it's fine. I'm just, like, I've been tired all day. Like, I watched, I finally finished season six of Buffy. (gasps) Hated it.
1: (laughs) Well, really?
0: Well, not hate. That's a strong word. Very strong word. I hate the trio as characters. Wow. I do not like them. I like Dark Willow, but she came around much later than I expected. Like, much later. Yeah, um, I thought
1: she was going to be, like, um, as you and Jeff gossip about much. I thought the heel turn, the full heel turn, was going to come about, like, at the midpoint of the season.
0: No. But no, it's the a midpoint. long tease. It doesn't happen till episode 20 of season 6.
1: Oh, Yeah. Which is, like, you know, the third last episode, fourth Literally. Last
0: episode. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, I shouldn't say I hated it. That's a very strong, silly word. I'm sorry. I want to take that back. That's um cool. Season six of Buffy just like she gets a job at like Double meat Palace. And like I I I appreciate the sentiment of that. Like it it's reminded me of like old Simpsons Trios of Horror, where like the cafeteria, you know, they eat the kids. Love that like general vibe. Um, but there's just so many goofy episodes in that season that I just like I and what I used to love that about the early seasons of Buffy's where like they had like a weekly villain. But for some reason, it's not working in season six. And I'm wondering if it's because like the trio who are the big bad, they're they're genuinely so tacky. They're such terrible villains that they really pull you out of it.
1: Yeah. I don't um, know. Like the Jonathan. The, is it the Jonathan episode? Has there been a Jonathan episode?
0: Do you mean when he was going to like shoot himself? Is that what you're talking about?
1: Oh, no, 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 wait, that was when Riley was around, because I remember he had a Jonathan swimsuit calendar. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that was yeah that was either season four or season five. When, when
1: they, fe- yeah, sorry. No, go ahead. Oh, yeah, when they featured the trio alone, like, they just popped in, in and out real quick. They were more interesting.
0: Yeah, but I did not, like, man, they get really adversarial, and, like, their motive is stupid, and just, like,
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, man, I really hate the main one that, like, gets super corrupt. I'm glad Willow literally ripped the skin off of him. That was iconic. I was into <laughs> that. So in that, in that respect, I guess the show did its job because it made me hate the villain. So good yeah. job. But, I mean, season six is not my favorite season of Buffy.
1: <laughs> no. It's funny. It's um, It used to be my favorite season of Buffy, but really, it not either. It's got a lot of, like, the fun... Like, the fun episodes, I would call them. The The cinematography is a little more saturated. Um, a lot of the character development, for me, happens in those seasons. Um, but it's not... It's the storylines that are kind of, like, weird. Like, I think it was just Giles leaving.
0: Yeah, I think Giles was actually pretty important to the dynamic. He kind of kept all those ducks in a row. Those little, little duckies.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then when he let them fly... They were all grounded. They were all
0: grounded (laughs) sleeping with vampires and stuff every episode in the back alley of the Double Meat Palace. You know, it's just
1: Yeah. Choices.
0: Choices.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so well, hello and welcome to the full volume podcast. I'm your co-host, G.I. Joe Lee. And I'm joined by
0: I'm a very tired Harvey Brent.
1: Yes. But he's
0: gonna get some Arby's later.
1: Oh, my... oh, curly fries and a roast beef sandwich.
0: Not just that. I'm also getting a buffalo chicken slider and four mozzarella sticks. Just all higgly piggly together. Yeah. And Arby's. Mm.
1: <laughs> mingle them together. It's <laughs> was that your comfort food as a kid when you felt no. sick?
0: No, no. Arby's is like um, a new fan love of mine. Arby's is like a two year old obsession. Wow. Yeah. I never really ate it as a kid. My dad used to work at it, though, when, like, he said before, like, um, they did, like, the gross, you know, the beef that we eat now. Like, they actually did, like, the shaved roast beef. My dad used to work at it when he was, like, a teenager.
1: Oh, so, like, when it was actually a deli sandwich place. Correct. Because I heard when it was a deli sandwich place, it was phenomenal.
0: Probably. Yeah. (laughs) Mass production ruins everything.
1: Yeah, Michael, that was his place until he became allergic to beef. Is that why he's vegetarian? Um, I mean, for the most part, but like also it's the ethics.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I feel better Mm -hmm. eating chicken than I do beef. I feel bad because cows are cute. I don't like eating beef as much, but chicken, I'm like, fuck them. They're dicks.
1: (laughs) Right. And there's (laughs) so many of them. I also feel very strange eating pork. I just know how smart they are. Yes, I agree. I look at their little faces and I'm like, "Ah, I got to stop eating you. And I'm not, I don't even like bacon or
0: ham. Yeah, I'm not, like, those are not, I don't, we will never buy those. Like, yeah. if we have, like, breakfast sausage, it's turkey.
1: Yeah. Uh, so I, yeah, I, I only eat pork if someone in this family makes pork chops. And I, Fair you know, usually have a hefty side dish. Like, someone, last night was pork chops and asparagus. I ate majority asparagus. That was an interesting evening, but... <laughs> you know, my conscience was cleaner.
0: Yeah. No, I agree with that. Actually. I think about that a lot too. Like if I ever eat beef, I'm like, Oh man, I, I, you know, we, we really cut down on how much beef we, we eat because it's just the ethics of it. I think, I think Michael's on to something.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also it. pigs eat. He, he was the first person that kind of turned me off of pork. Um, he's like, pigs eat garbage. Pigs eat their own poop. Pigs me eat too. people and other pigs Pig is toxic and we shouldn't eat it. It's and like, are just so cute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, one of my favorite movies growing up was Babe the Pig. Yeah. And Babe Two, Pig in well, the City.
0: Wilbur is named after the pig in Charlotte's Web because he's a little piglet.
1: <gasps> oh, yeah. they have little pink noses. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's Wilbs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh. Um, but hey, loki episode five
1: yes
0: (laughs) gagatrondra
1: pardon me yes (laughs)
0: gagatrondra it's robot being gagged
1: (laughs) (laughs) i was like who is she and where does she come from oh the planet gagatron yeah yeah um so entitled journey into mystery Mm-hmm. Um written uh by what directed by the same director, yeah. Kate, it's still Kate Heron. Written by the showrunner, no, written by somebody totally else. Okay, so last we'll just dive right into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give you a little recap. So right now they are currently uh they start right off um where they ended in the last episode of the Nexus event where uh Loki is in his post credit scene where he encounters alligator Loki, which is confirmed. It is an alligator Loki. Hooray. Obsessed. Yeah. Um, Thor Slayer Loki, boastful the kid.
0: Loki. Oh, yeah. Wait, I thought Boastful Loki killed. No, you're right. Sorry. Kid Loki is the Thor Slayer. I'm sorry.
1: Oh, yeah. And then who else we got? We got Kid Loki, Classic Loki, alligator played by Richard Loki, E. Grant. Yes. And then Boastful Loki. <laughs>
0: hmm.
1: Okay, and, so we got. Yeah.
0: Mm. No, I was gonna say I was about to spoil it, but I'm I'm throwing you off. I'm sorry. I'm not no, gonna sorry. say anything. I'm oh. in a Pfizer dream, Pfizer fever dream. You just go and I'll nod. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, so Sylvie is trying. Sylvie wants to get to where they are. Renslayer divulges to Sylvie that they, uh, she may know that when you're pruned you're not totally rid of like they you don't just disappear she knows that they go somewhere she knows that they go to the void and they tell us that the void is actually the end of all time um it doesn't it doesn't move it uh, branches don't branch off of it they don't know why they just know that it's the end of time we find out that the end of time um, there's a giant monster in the end of time that kind of devours things that are pruned and left there. So um, it's like a Mad Max scenario. Yes. Question. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> if it is the end of time in theory, so I'm just thinking like they've showed a couple times in this Loki series so far that when um, when there's a Nexus event and there's a branch timeline, like if this is like, the sacred timeline, um, we have nexus events coming off. Yeah. Like down Mm -hmm. or up. And they're saying that that's, that's a branch in the timeline. So if we're to believe that this pruning takes them to the end of time, does that mean all of the branches, including the sacred timeline, converge back into one endpoint? I wonder.
1: Yeah. Technically once you prune, the branches disappear. And then it's oh. still a long, one long branch.
0: Crap. I forgot about the actual, the actual. They actually prune the. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. My what bad. is it they
1: call? They reset.
0: They reset the timeline. Yeah. Yeah. And you're right. Then it cuts off that branch. It prunes it. Except it's still a. Pfizer.
1: <laughs> um, <whoa. laughs> it's. Blame science. Blame science. science um so yeah uh, the group decides that or sorry loki decides that this is this can't be the end for him there must be something beyond the monster um i can't remember what they call the monster aliath Elioth.
0: like That's goliath it. but like aliath like yeah it's very <laughs> smoky it's mysterious
1: <laughs> it's kind of welsh it's welsh looking a-l-i-o-t-h
0: we should get in our resident Welshman that we know to weigh yeah. in on that.
1: Is Hair Bear watching Loki? I don't know. Maybe I'll just I'll message him. Put him a little message. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Sylvie finds uh, Sylvie in an attempt to get to Loki, prunes herself out of the TVA and into the void. Uh, she. I mean, this is all a very quick recap. So don't comfort me. Don't comfort Harvey Brent. We're just trying to be quick here. Um, So she prunes herself. She gets to the void. uh, They discover, or they both come to the consensus that they want to uh, enchant Elioth. Because Elioth must be protecting something. There has to be something beyond. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: uh, Beyond him. And sure enough, there is. She accidentally touches it, becomes one with it, and sees something. So she's convinced and she convinces Loki, our current timeline Loki, that um, he should help her. Like he should distract and she will try to enchant. Um, And then the rest of the Lokis um, are like, yeah, that's a suicide mission. Peace out.
0: Yeah. Kid Loki, boastful Loki and alligator Loki are like, we're good. But Mm -hmm. classic Loki, Richard E. Grant does help.
1: Yes, and boy, does he ever help. He does. Yeah, so he, it, it it turns out that all of the Lokis do have different powers, and classic Loki has, like, Wanda Maximoff-level powers.
0: Yeah, I was uncertain if it was, I think it was just the power, like, a strong power of illusion, right? Because, like, Eliath yeah. comes and tries to eat the city he makes, but Eliath kind of goes through it, I think. Yeah. So it's strong illusion powers, projection powers.
1: Yeah. And he, I don't know what it is that he was making. Was he making a, his vision of Asgard or was he making the Citadel that's beyond the void?
0: I was, so that's a great question. I assumed it was Asgard.
1: Okay. Okay. That was just my,
0: but then I was like, well, why is he making Asgard? But I mean, I guess he's (laughs) just making something to distract Elioth. And that's like probably what he knew how to create from memory.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, and it just totally makes sense. And it does well in um, distracting Alioth. Uh, unfortunately, I think it's the end of classic Loki.
0: Which, like, I always hate when they kill off a classic. I hate it in all forms of medium. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I agree. It looks like classic Loki got pruned. But also at the same time, If you really think about it, if we have the sacred timeline and infinite possible realities branching off of it, they could surely bring back a doppelganger of classic Loki. Because in this episode, what they did do is they brought back president elect or, you know, 2016 presidential candidate Loki, who basically looked like Tom Hiddleston. So they they could do something, I suppose.
1: Yeah. I mean, he doesn't have a hand anymore because alligator Loki ate it, which was fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, the the little like Loki hut that they have where they all hang out, that is kind of crazy. But yeah. I I like that we see President elect Loki. <laughs>
0: yeah. There was there was a lot of um you text me about it too, but there was a lot of easter eggs this episode too.
1: Yes. Yes. And... We going
0: on a hunt, folks.
1: Yeah, so instead of bringing you maybe our um uh, our favorite oh. moments of the episode we'll just go we'll just go on an easter egg hunt i feel like we're on the same wavelength i meant to text that to you and i didn't and here you are
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay so um i mean i'm gonna start with my favorite and i didn't realize this was a thing but there was a helicopter that's had thanos on it and i <laughs> quickly paused and googled hello Thanos helicopter.
0: It's the Thanos Copter from the Amazing, was it Amazing Spider-Man?
1: Uh, <laughs> um, it was actually uh yeah, it, it came from Spidey Super Stories number 39. Uh, okay. it was a yellow helicopter owned and operated by the quote mad titan. Um love mad yeah, titan. It was like it was like his invisible jet. <laughs> So uh, a lot of people are speculating that in this world, uh, Thanos exists. Like he's been pruned out of a different uh, timeline and he's here somewhere. I'm like, that's ridiculous. Which, but I mean, yeah. it could make it could make sense. There's all kinds of humidity stones in the TVA. So
0: that's the thing. Like it, whenever they do that, like if they're pruning Thanos from different timelines, that just shows you like Thanos is no match for like actual I don't know as I say actual reality you know but like at the same time he did control the reality stone but it's like reality is impervious to the reality stone I guess what I'm trying to say because I guess the reality stone was more about like illusions right like
1: I'm Mm, thinking mm -hmm. of when
0: he used it um in Avengers Endgame and he used it to trick um the Guardians of the Galaxy so I guess the reality stone is just poorly named but Thanos's reality stone is no match for the actual flow of time and reality
1: yeah (laughs) <laughs> wow i mean pfizer is bringing is bringing out the existentialist in you
0: yeah <laughs> am i alive i don't know anymore
1: <laughs> um you're all right prune me which um, at least egg that you've harvested easter has come early
0: just my little bunny my little bunny teeth um throg
1: oh i didn't catch him where was he
0: as they were as loki and the variants were going down into the bunker you saw an imprisoned frog um with like thor paraphernalia on him and it was throg oh,
1: cute 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 yeah. i wish i wish i had more like loki knowledge or <laughs>
0: I didn't. I saw that on IGN. (laughs) I I didn't know what the fuck that was until I Googled it. But I was like, oh, that's interesting.
1: Um, Yeah. This one was like a veritable Botticelli painting of symbols. Like symbols and allegories and Easter eggs. Like I couldn't believe it. Even the title, Journey into Mystery. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for those who don't know, and I'm sure we're just recapping, uh, for actual people who do know, um, and I'm going to do it poorly, it was the first Journey into Mystery, number 38. Yeah. Um, they decided to take a different turn uh, with the stories that were in Journey into Mystery, and they started doing the, the Marvel versions of like Thor and Loki, and that's where you get the Asgardians, um, and that's where Thor was born in the Marvel Universe, was in that title, and yeah, I think it was the eight, was it the six, eight, I, I'm not going to say a year. I don't want to say a year because that would be, that would be where, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that will be where I fail.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, come on, we're two people. Like how much comics knowledge can we have between the two of us? Let's get Mike L on here. He would know. He'd be like, well, it's probably somewhere in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> favorite era. Wait, it's, 80s is not his favorite era. That He would slap me if he heard that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: um but uh other easter eggs sorry we going back yeah. on a hunt um ronan the accusers kree sh- uh kree starship was in the wasteland there ronan the accuser villain from guardians one no where is he in no he's in, no definitely one and then he showed up again in captain marvel played by lee pace for those that yes. remember that's it. Okay. Um, Ronan the Accuser's uh, starship was once some part of the rubble of this end of time um, universe so that was in the background.
1: Was that the circular starship that I thought was maybe um, a UFO?
0: Gas uh, yes, Queen, that was.
1: That's crazy.
0: A so crazy. he's
1: been pruned dead of somewhere.
0: Somewhere. I mean, again, there's yeah. i I think he's i don't even know if he's still alive i think he died in guardians but who can tell i know he was alive in captain marvel but captain marvel took place before guardians so you know
1: yeah so oh so this one is not like an easter egg that comes from like the comics um this is just one of those things where i saw it and naturally when you see words honestly when you see words on things um you just google them because you're like that's something um there was an arcade machine inside the den of Lokis that said Polybius on it. Okay. And a friend of mine in New York does a book called Polybius dreams. So I was like, Hmm, I wonder what significance that has. It says Polybius. So, and it's an arcade machine. Okay. I'm just going to read right off of a website, what it is, because I don't, I don't even understand it. So supposedly in 1981, it was an arcade machine in Portland. Watched over by the men in black.
0: Oh. The quote,
1: men in black.
0: Wow. Uh,
1: and the game was so addictive that it apparently caused people to fight each other. And it it like cursed the people who played the machine. Um,
0: They actually just call that Mario Party. And I lived <laughs> through that. <laughs> We're living that.
1: <laughs>
0: they, oh my God, speaking of Mario Party. Sorry, tangent. Um, Nintendo Switch is releasing a new Mario Party end of October. I implore Julie and Alan to get it because it is a remake of the first three Mario Parties, all put together like they're all jumbled together with like HD graphics and everything. So like, we're gonna play online is what I'm basically insinuating.
1: Yeah, that's totally fine. I mean, we're all us. friended up. Um, yeah, I saw. Was it the uh, the Princess Peach? Board is the gonna birthday be like that. Yeah. Oh. Yes.
0: Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, that's from Mario Party one mm-hmm. Yeah. Nostalgia. Um, but yeah, more than crazy. four can
1: play or can six?
0: It's just uh Mario Party's only four.
1: Okay, that's why I thought. Okay.
0: Oh. But yes, we're gonna do that. But yeah, sorry, pinball, I totally cut you off. Arcade machine.
1: <laughs> that's good. I just thought it was really cool. It was like the the reference to uh Loki being oh, what's his name? The guy that skydives out of the airplane and steals all the money.
0: Oh yeah, he was in episode one when they they did a revisionist history of him. I can't remember now.
1: That's it, right? So it's like yes. this is a conspiracy theory, but they're adding it to, uh, they're adding it to Loki's world, which is nice. I, yeah. I love that, that kind of thing.
0: It's piggybacking off of that. The mm-hmm. USS Eldridge, which was the naval ship that was dropped into the void, um, that is also a conspiracy theory. Um, so that conspiracy theory um, is tied to a government cover-up about aliens. Um, it's a story that has since become an urban legend known as the Philadelphia Experiment. And it's about a, Yeah, and a man named uh, Carlos Miguel Allende alleged that the USS Eldridge was transported to another dimension and its crew was killed by vicious aliens. Um, so now you can see where the Loki writers kind of, you know... Got that idea from because it transports the naval ship. All the crew members are there. Eliath, which just sounds so fabulous, um, just consumes them all.
1: There's going to be so many firstborns named Eliath, And it's such a unisex (laughs) name.
0: I was going to say, and they're all going to be raving homosexuals. And I'm here for it. (laughs) It's a very LGBT name. I love it.
1: I am here with glitter capes. It's dramatic. Rainbow fans ready to embrace all of these children who are going to exist.
0: Oh. I, it, is it not like a great name and it's like so like it's dramatic. it's a dramatic name. Yeah Eliath come on yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You have to say it you'll always say it a certain way and it'll always be a little sassy. Eliath mm-hmm. So let's talk about <laughs> <laughs> do you have any more easter eggs or shall we talk about this castle?
0: uh let's go to the castle let's okay
1: cool so apparently um there's a lot of speculation about what this castle is and um a lot of people think that this is where they're going to introduce maybe they're going to first drop hints about dr doom uh, we know that fantastic four is coming down the pipelines 2023 Exactly. Oh, God. I was going to say, oh, 2023 seems so far away. But hey, but is 2022 it... <laughs> is right around the corner. I know. <laughs> I was doing my calendar for ordering today and I'm like, oh, my God, I gonna die. Yeah. This. What is
0: 2021? What is, what is COVID timelines? Is this right? the sacred timeline, by the way? Like, is this... Oh. Oh my god. I wonder if this we're, timeline.
1: Yeah, it's like maybe the TVA has kind of been out to lunch for a year and they haven't pruned us yet.
0: Yeah. Ugh. We get it's an like... awfully scraggly. <laughs> we need to be pruned.
1: <laughs> we need to be brushed.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we need to be
1: caressed and loved. Oh my god. Um, oh, also it has it has to be um a ver- it has to it has to be a branch. Because it was so hot this summer. Oh, I know. I, someone in Ontario was going to die of heat exhaustion for the, well, f- for the first time.
0: Like, like dozens of people in BC died from that heat wave and billions of marine life died. Like starfish, sea urchins, mussels. They were all cooked, which is crazy. Mm, I, hate yeah. hmm? I hate it here. I hate it here.
1: Please take me off of Earth. I don't need to be here. Anyway. Speaking of not Earth. Hmm. So there's also a speculation about what this castle actually is, other than oh. the home of Dr. Doom, which is Doomstadt.
0: Vicky apparently. Von Doom. Yeah. Um,
1: um,
0: Vicky. I was, Vicky Von Doom. That's also a very sac, sassy name. That's a great drag name, actually. Vicky Von Doom. Um, oh, you get
1: I, read so hard for just doing, like, cosplay. Oh,
0: 100%. That's a cosplay like, queen. Yeah, you'd be drew. like...
1: Is it Cameron Michaels that's the cosplay queen right now?
0: I was, I was going to, oh, I guess he, I guess Cameron Michaels kind of is a cosplay-ish queen. Denali, I think Denali had a couple looks too that were a little cosplay. Maybe not. Mm-hmm.
1: I love Denali. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. I, I can't remember. Yeah.
1: It was kind <laughs> of like, costumey. Yeah. It's all part of your blur.
0: Cameron Michaels definitely though. Yeah, that's a good point. Like she came out as like a sexy Minotaur once. And like, I remember that. That yeah, was season it was 10. Like,
1: Drag. It was good because it wasn't like full costume. It was just like drag versions of like wow characters, which was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the
0: um mm. sorry, I was gonna say, yeah, Vicky Von Doom. That's one theory. I actually, for some reason, my gut tells me it's not gonna be Dr. Doom though in that castle. I don't know. First of all, we have to, we should take a step back for a second. Is Eliath protecting Someone inside this castle, or is Eliath protecting us from what's inside the castle?
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> yeah. Just I mean, like...
1: if it's Castle Limbo, the home of Kang the Conqueror, then I would argue that Eliot is protecting us. Us.
0: Yeah, which I'm wondering, like that would be that would be the twist to null twist, like. Sylvie and Loki literally spent all of episode five trying to crack a life to get to whatever is behind there in an effort to leave the void. Fair enough. But what if they unleash something on the world?
1: Can it for it? Yeah. Oh no. Oh no.
0: I don't okay. know. I mean, I'm not a scientist. I am a scientist. I'm I'm not a, I'm not well vo- I'm not I'm not well versed in my Loki lore. Um but I do know that Aliyah is often associated with
1: Kang. Oh god. Oh okay. Well, so maybe he's protecting Kang. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah, I guess that's oh, the other wait.
1: Unless you mean associated in a different way.
0: Well, I just meant associated in the sense that um I mean, again, I don't know too much about Loki comics, but Elioth came in around 93, 94, I was reading, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, I, I guess, I guess, in that sense, I think Elias, 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 <laughs> uh, I think Elias was protecting Kang, so maybe that holds up here. But I could see it being the other way that Kang is held prisoner inside the castle, and you know, Sylvie and Loki go in and maybe accidentally release him, and then all hell breaks loose. Who knows? Uh, bro. But do we have any other theories besides Doctor Doom and Kang? Like what do we think?
1: I mean, I feel like it's Kang. You There's feel like it's only Kang. But yeah, also at you... the
0: same time, well, I I yeah, I kind of do too, but I mean at the same time we were burned by Mephisto and WandaVision, Mephisto never showed up. So, I'm wondering if this is again like something that we're making it out to be bigger than it actually is. IDK. Hmm.
1: Cool. Are you thinking it's Mephisto?
0: (laughs) No, I don't think that. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know, though. Like, I, I, Kang makes the most sense. But again, we were saying that about Mephisto. So, like, I don't know.
1: Listen up, Robbie De Niro. You're off the hook.
0: You're off the hook, sweetheart. We're (laughs) We're bringing in someone young, someone able, someone just ready to play that role. Who can you know run it for twelve years into the ground, just like Thanos was?
1: So, Mel Gibson.
0: <laughs> no, <I'm kidding.
1: laughs> god no. No. Um, oh god. If he entered, uh, do you know what? Maybe uh, I. I. This is the this is the problem with the cinematic universe and the Marvel Disney Plus television universe is that now I am associating everything with, uh, or connecting everything. So it's like, okay, well, I know Eternals is coming up. Who are the something happens in the Eternals to awaken the Eternals and yeah. make them interfere? Is like is this event what happens?
0: Oh, uh, see that like that's that's kind of what I was looking for. I'm like is there something else that I'm missing, that's a great example. The Eternals.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like why why now like um the Chitari Loki Thanos mm-hmm. All of those people, Ultron, not, none of those are big enough for the Eternals to wake the F up. Right. But, or, yeah, but wh- why Why would they wake up now to interfere in the affairs of humankind? Is know, Are we playing this up to be bigger than it is? Maybe, who knows? I
0: don't know. And- I mean, that's the nature of the biz. You don't know. Mm-hmm. WandaVision yeah. gave us a lot of fun answers but are also sometimes disappointed in some of its reveals. But also we were just so excited about it that we we're like, oh my God, it's going to be amazing. Um, so I'm trying to like tamper my expectations for the reveal next week of what's in that castle. Are we We're at least like pretty much an assumption that they're going to make it inside the castle, right?
1: Yeah, I think yeah. they're going to. I would okay. love for there to just be Miss Minutes in there with a crown on. Oh, Miss Minutes was a snake this week, by the way. Oh yeah, total. Um undercover Bianch.
0: <laughs> yeah. Her yeah, and R- so we- Ravona were just snakes in the grass, those two. Yeah.
1: There's a yeah, so there's a whole part where they Sylvie in trying to get into the void um is tricked by both of them into Bam-boozled. thinking boozled. Yeah that they want to work with Sylvie um, Renslayer and Ms. Minutes, but really they just call it, they just, you know, call in the guards, which I guess she's, she must, what? Ms. Minutes is like, um, is like a Gal Friday where she's connected to the whole system. She was able to alert the guards without Sylvie knowing or even like saying anything. So she's part of this system, whatever it is. Um, We don't know a whole lot about, what she is she's alluded to loki that she is kind of like artificial intelligence yeah but who knows maybe maybe miss minutes is our baddie but um i don't know that it's going to be a huge twist and then and then i get this weird gut feeling that there's going to be like a crazy we're we're going to be like totally gagged
0: I need, yeah, gag me, gag yeah, me, Danny Loki.
1: Someone's gonna death drop from the tenth floor <laughs> and shock the children.
0: Speaking of death drop, um, I have okay. I haven't watched the episode of All Stars from yesterday, but the one from last week with Laganja? Holy crap! Uh,
1: yeah. Wow, I was like, that
0: was. And that was easily the best lip sync of the se- I mean, even the Brooklyn Heights one was good too, but Laganja came to play. Jesus. Yes. I don't remember her being that, like, amazing.
1: Or, um, I was like, wow, who is this stunning woman?
0: Stunlisha. Yeah, she's just <laughs>
1: gorgeous.
0: And, like, well, she came out as, uh, Laganja came out as trans early in the year. And, like, I feel like you could just, like, see that in her presentation like her energy like she just her eyes looked happier you know she just she was she knew who she was and she crushed that lip sync oh my yeah. goodness <laughs> do
1: you know what maybe that is what that is because Jiggly um Jiggly Caliente for those mm-hmm. listening out there um mm-hmm. even her demeanor was different totally and yeah, and after after Drag Race, they had, they came out as trans as well, and there's just something about the way that they move um, that is completely different than when we saw them in their original season.
0: They're living more in their authentic selves, and it like it translates like it. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jiggly wasn't on All Stars very long this year. Spoiler alert, but <laughs> uh, which I was kind of bummed about, tbh. I yeah. thought Yara Sophia should gone home. I love Jiggly, but whatevs. I uh, love Jiggly. Yeah, I love her. I just freaking love that girl. Um. So but anyways, yeah, like they just they seem happier. And Laganja crushed it. She had us gagged. She did a splits from like 10 feet in the air onto the ground. Yeah. That was incredible.
1: Is And bitch is like in her 30s.
0: She's, yeah, she's in her mid 30s.
1: Yeah, it's like, you know what? You can shake that and then <laughs> shake that today. Lie down for the next five days. <laughs>
0: yeah. Exactly
1: uh so yeah um i I'm, pre- I'm fully prepared uh for this wednesday to be i'm pre-gagged yeah I'm, I'm pre-gagged i'm almost like um feeling good that my relief will be like i feel like a weight will be taken off my shoulders in like the best kind of way mm-hmm. because the weight of the suspense um, I mean, it still wasn't as good as Wandavision, but my appetite is wet. So <laughs> it's it's really good. Like you yeah. said before, we have not been this, um, we have not been this alive uh, since Wandavision. And yeah, I, I feel it again. Um yeah. yeah. I mean, how are you feeling? <clears throat> I mean,
0: like currently, right now, like a bag of shit. But in terms mm-hmm. of Loki, yeah, like I'm, I'm very excited for the finale. Um, I think Marvel's in a lot better positioning than they were with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, um, I just, yeah, I'm, and you know, I hope, I hope Loki sticks the landing because as much as I loved WandaVision, my least favorite um, episode of WandaVision was the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that had something to do with Ralph Boner. I don't know, um, but I. I'm yeah, I'm excited to see where this goes because I just yeah, this has been good and they, I have I I have more optimism that they will stick the landing this time, but mm-hmm.
1: we'll see. Yeah, and if you are excited and you want to let us know how excited you are for the season season possibly series finale <laughs> of Loki on Marvel Disney Plus, send us a great mail, send us any great mail. Send us some great mail. I'm looking at you Belgium. I know you're listening.
0: Belgium, what's up?
1: <laughs> hey, bitches. Um, Yeah, uh, it's pod at gmail.com. You can listen to this. You can listen and watch um, this podcast and all of our other podcasts. This will be episode 25. Hooray. Girl, um, quarter way to 100. We've mm-hmm. <laughs> made it. Uh, we're old enough to rent a vehicle in Canada now.
0: Yeah, yeah. without our podcast our,
1: is. Our, yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah sorry the podcast is uh-huh. our podcast can rent a vehicle do they rent vehicles anymore anyway whatever doesn't matter okay so uh you can watch all of our past episodes on the comic book syndicate website at www.comicbooksyndicate.com or you can listen Uh, just to the audio versions on Spotify, Apple, Podcasts, iHeartRadio, pretty much wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Just search Full Volume Pod on the Comic Book Syndicate Network. Um, As always, I have been your stunning co-host.
0: Stun-leisha, yes.
1: G.I. Joe Lee.
0: And I'm a ratchet-looking Harvey Brent who's about to go take a shower.
1: That's fine. Fifth shower of the day means you're clean. (laughs) So fresh. Blank
0: blank canvas.
1: Yeah, right? Um, I mean, your hair looks like ice cream right now. Oh my god. Thank you. Look at that. Natural wave.
0: It (laughs) is natural. Yeah. That's that's one of my defining personality traits, actually, is my hair.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Until (laughs) next time, keep it loud.
0: Keep it at full volume, guys. Bye. Bye!